Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now it's time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one source for everything cannabis. In this episode, we talk with our special guest, Jennifer, who went from intern to our digital media queen at Cannabis Talk 101. <laughs> Welcome to Cannabis Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, who's on the show today, buddy? <laughs> Woo! What do you got for us? This is going to be good. Oh, oh man. I've got myself. That's so great. You want to interview me? Your little brother. Thank you interview me? I would let, matter of fact, you know what we have to uh, do on the podcast, which we haven't done? We did it on the Evan show a long time ago, is we all got to do the high fives. Oh, yeah. We've never done the high fives yeah. on it. Okay, we'll do that next show. Yeah, maybe one of these shows. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could do it today, but I, I really want to hear Blue Who's Making Waves because I feel like I haven't heard from you in a long time on Who's Making Waves. There's so many big people in the cannabis industry that have been doing such fabulous things. Well, if you're looking to find out who's making waves on Cannabis Talk 101 is the place to be. It sure is. And let me tell you this. Today making waves is Jennifer Carrasco. Oh! What? Now, this girl right here is the world-famous Jennifer from Cannabis Talk 101. And she actually has been spending most of her time on the boat that they just bought and spending time with her family. <laughs> with her son nice. and her baby daddy. I don't know what you want to call him legally, but you know. <laughs> now, I don't know what he is this week. This girl's an amazing editor, photographer, and designer in the cannabis world. She does all of the cannabis designing, editing, editing and production for Cannabis Talk 101. We just wiped out Pitt. Look, his eyes looked out like, don't take my spot. She does all your visuals and editing and whatnot. And creates brands and are not creating brands, but creating the logos, logos. for a, a bunch of brands that you see out there. Through So cannabis. she does a lot of stuff in the cannabis industry, not just Cannabis Talk 101. Not only that, though, this girl has been loyal to the company for so long, and we'd love to have her come join the show. Jennifer, come on down. Come on over here, Get Jennifer. Over Walk here. over here. Come on. Say something. Come on, jump. Where can they talk. find you on Instagram? Get, Walk over get her here. A mic. Get over here. Get on the clock. Come get on. on the mic. Here, there's a mic right there, Joe. Oh, but you well, gotta get her, the camera. Get her a chair. Get her a chair. Get her a chair. Sit in. Come on. Sit no. on my lap. No, yeah. Joe. <laughs> Joe, stop, stop it. Joe. Get your mouth out of the gutter. I was trying to share my seat. You guys went perverted with that. Jennifer and I never do that. Stop it. You're right. Hi, Jennifer. Hey guys. Thank you so much. So welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. 
It's a pleasure. It's about time. Right? <laughs> far, 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 far cry from the first time you showed up at a studio for an intern position, right? Yes, that's how it this, started. How did it start? Let's talk about that. What what happened? I, when I, was that? Oh, yeah. man. Um, so I actually started following the Pop Brothers a lot because uh, I used to watch B-Roll TV. So that's how I discovered you guys, and then I discovered Canvas Talk 101. Sea Blue. And one day... <laughs> So Mark posts on oh. Snapchat, we're looking for interns. So immediately I messaged him and he said, come talk to our producers, which was Blue. And he introduced me to him. Uh, Blue took a leap of faith and, you know, gave me an opportunity. And I proved that I can hold myself and, you know, bring some quality to the to the podcast. Well, to the show. That's yeah. like five years ago. Yeah, this is when we were on news. Well, you were educated as well, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I wasn't there for the interview, but you <laughs> also were a college graduate, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes. Can I get the Lysol? Where, where did... <laughs> got the bachelor's degree in TV, film, media. Yeah, a bachelor's degree in TV, film, and media? Yeah. And, and how long did you go to school for that? Two years. Fantastic. Nice. And then where else did you work? Because I believe you had some pretty good, uh, good jobs and, and, you know, did some fun stuff. So let's talk about that. Um, one of my first internships was at the Dub Magazine for a Spanish Herman and, and Miles? Show called Dub Latino. Yeah. Yeah. Miles. Yeah. Miles Kovacs. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to Miles. That's my guy. So I worked dudes. with him. And then um, after that, I graduated. And I started working for a news station in Pasadena. What what uh, what news station was that? It's called CCN, not CNN, but CCN, Crown City News okay. in Pasadena. Uh, I was third camera, and then that's when I discovered you guys, and I left them. Now to you're be one, with you guys. two, and three camera. <laughs> now you yeah. do it all, <laughs> and editor and director yeah. and everything else. Yeah. So and how long growing. did you intern before we actually hired you? Three days. <laughs> you know, let me tell you oh, this. Are you serious? Three-day yeah. internship? In three days, she came in there and then bullied me into giving her a job. She hey, uh, like, Blue, oh. I just got to let you know, if you're not going to hire me, I got I to leave. I was like, it's been three days. I got to go back to Pasadena. Yeah. Dude, when I first got my internship, I was wor- I was in San Jose. Wait, this is how did this Santa become Santa about you? For Jennifer? 90 days, I had an internship before I got a fucking dime. Three look, days? Look at you. And then we got to travel all across the country. Right? How many yeah. places have you been that you probably wouldn't have been? Oh, man. Um, went to Why? Boston because she's Mexican? I understand that. <laughs> no. oh, Boston, New York. Go. Boston, well, New York, talk, say it. Jennifer, LA. Where have Boston we? Ha, where in, have you traveled with us? And and you know, was it fun? Where was the best one? Oh man, Boston, New York, Las Vegas. What else? Where else did we go? Oh, we went to uh, Denver. 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 <laughs> we went to Denver. That was off. Yes. That was off. We went and picked up those packs in TJ, remember? <laughs> <laughs> She's also a smuggler. <laughs> She's good at it, too. That's she just my looks totally bag. innocent. Yeah. So, um, you know, let me ask you, I mean, you know, have has the experience been with Cannabis Talk 101, has it been uh, something that you feel has, has, you know, made your career, understand your career better or worse? Or tell us the honest oh about my you, gosh. T- about Ever what, what, what it is. Ever since Cannabis Talk 101, working with you guys, I've just grown. Uh, you guys had so much confidence in me that made me show that I could do more than what I thought I could do. And because of you guys, I've gotten better at what I've done and... Everyone around me, especially my family, has noticed it. Okay. And, Excellent. And my family's one of those, uh, they're, all of them are, were um, against cannabis until they started seeing that professionals like you guys, uh, you know, professionals like you guys um, change that stigmatism. 
Oh, that's like, awesome. So they're more accepting now? <laughs> Very. Well, the they pot, actually said they're proud of me. The pot smokers oh, yeah. at wow. law. The pot smokers at law. Mm, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, they're not so as professional, but I'm just kidding. I had to throw it out there. Because see Craig of, when he does all those edibles. Craig, like, falls apart. Craig wants to kill me right now. <laughs> hey, I'm like, good, man. Will, Say whatever you I want. I will strangle you out. <laughs> no, the pot smokers at law. You know, having, having professional attorneys on the show and, and having them you know, be openly smoking in front of uh, millions and thousands of people. I think it's it's been for the country, not just, you know, for the show. Is is something that, you know, has been a, a very uh, positive, you know, stigma that changes people. You know, there's not another group of, uh, you know, attorneys out there, to to my knowledge, that have actually stood out and Oh, we're interviewing that. some on Thursday. They're coming in. Yeah, but, but yet, but yet, let me say this, though. Bring them on. No, but but the reality to that is that there's all these t- cannabis attorneys that smoke behind the closet that don't say it. You'll see them smoking, and, and mm-hmm. but they won't come out in public and do it, which do it. normalizes what we're doing, you know? Yes. And then Jennifer, with her wonderful production and the things that you've done, you know, mm-hmm. it, it actually helps bring out the these Pop Brothers at Law, the uh, you know the Joe Grandes and the and the Blues, and, and it makes us even look better. I mean, the production that you're capable of doing that you've brought to our team uh, is 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 some of the best out there, and it's it's just a very powerful thing to do. What's up, and, Joe? And we're Thank gonna you. do the high five with Jennifer because she's such a professional and she's making waves, Blue. That was such a great she's idea. Paid her dues. I say we do the high Let's five. Let's do it with our very own Jennifer. Jennifer, who does everything for Cannabis Talk 101 when it comes to visuals and all this good stuff. Question number one, Jennifer, how old were you the first time you got high and where'd you get it from? <clears throat> I was a sophomore in high school. I was 14 and it was with a couple of friends. We smoked some stress and yeah, I got pretty uh, high. Let's <laughs> talk about what stress yeah. is. We're, we have we're like, outside, and no, it's just kind of a funny story because you know, the first time high, I wasn't. I was scared, paranoid. I there was a helicopter. I thought it was coming after me. I was like, oh <laughs> shoot! <laughs> but the second, third time after that, I, I really liked it. It relaxed me, and so I've been smoking since fourteen. Nice, wow. nice. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? I love bongs. Long or smoking rip. flour out of bongs mm, or dabs out of bongs. That's interesting. Nice. Question number three of the high five with Jennifer Carrasco right here. Our own production. What What do you call your, what's your title, Jennifer? Uh, for Instagram? Or no, no, no. Your title my side at, focal media, F-O-C-U-L instead of. No, no, your title here at Cannabis oh. Talk 101. She gives herself a good title. Uh, Digital media manager, digital president, digital media media vice president, manager. sounds great. VP of digital well, media she's management, definitely of the creative Talk director. She's actually the 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 second longest uh, uh, people on Cannabis Talk 101. The Pop Brothers at Law uh, coming in at number one, which I'm proud to say. You guys have been, We've been with, with you the me longest, the longest. Uh, then Jennifer, and then now Joe. Uh, it's pretty awesome, you know. It's pretty awesome. And Jennifer, question number three of the high five is craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis. It's a hard one. Uh, Too many. I'm sorry. I, you, I, I know this is the first time you heard yeah, the high five, but like, no, I know. I just never thought. I never you only had it every single one of them. <laughs> um, craziest. What place. would be my well, answers? I mean, for, what I could think place. is, I guess. On a boat? Denver with you guys. Oh, in Denver. <laughs> Denver with us. Like, that was crazy. Hey, we weren't with you. What do you mean? <laughs> Hotel room in Vegas. Uh, uh, I mean, I just, I like to smoke at like beautiful spots where like in the mountains and you can see, sightsee. That's that's my favorite thing to do. That was oh, nice when we were out so, there in uh, 
good old Colorado, we all came home with the coronavirus. That was funny. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. Me. Yeah. How did you not get it up, all of us? The oldest one. Smoking more weed than everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hang out. I was out pretty late. Fuck you. Yeah, 9.30. Cool. All right, question yeah, number four. High five, Jennifer. Mountain time. The queen of all media. How about that? <laughs> yes. What is your go-to munchies when you get high? Um, I... I really like French fries. Yeah. Like McDonald's or what? Extra sauce. Uh, in and out. In and out. Ooh, in and out are my favorite. Yeah. McDonald's a close good. second, but In and Out are the I best. Do McDonald's is always good. If, yes, I just thought the smell French of them too. They have cracking it, and they're just oh. not even. It's not even potatoes. It's just yeah, whatever we're eating. Yeah. <laughs> Question crack. number five with Cannabis Talk 101's Queen of All Media. Like that. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or alive, who would it be, Jennifer? It's so hard. <laughs> she already did it. Blue. Um, it's already been blue. She I know smoked. we've done this so many times, but like I said, it never pertains to myself. Right? You never like thought, <laughs> what, what are my yeah. answers? So Were you ready to be on the show today? And I didn't. Well, you are. So what do you mean? She got for. dressed for it. She's all um, polished up. She got a shirt on. John Lennon. Why John Lennon? Uh, he's just a musical genius. Every song he ever wrote was just amazing. Her number one hits to me. Can you sing one for us right now? No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sing. She's also an I artist. Can, I can play guitar, but no. she, she could sing, too. I've heard her sing. Come on. Come on. You can play the no, drums, too, right? Come I'm not on. Sing. I can do the boogaloo. She plays the drums, too. Yes. Yes. That was well, my first instrument. Give us a little, a little table slap. Come on. Oh! Get down. I'm to play, have fun in the club with you. Woo! Yeah. And that was Jennifer Carrasco on the High Five with Cannabis Talk 101. Jennifer, we want to thank you for being on the show. Now it's time to get back to work and get behind the cameras. Get your ass over there. We love you. We love you. And thank you so much for being such a big influence and a part of Cannabis Talk 101. And it's Cannabis. We'll be right back after this break. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey guys i'm home everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker sorry i'm late everyone there was an accident at the factory monty fell into the upholstery machine don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <gasps> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. 
Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101, man. It was awesome having Jennifer Carrasco on the show with us. She really does so much for us, though, you guys. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't think Mark and Craig really have a full bearing. No. And, and I, people listening, I, I don't know you don't. Full bearing I, and I don't either, because I think she just does so much for other people, too, and other companies. And uh, Jennifer, for those who want to follow her, she's a great mother, great woman, great lady. So, uh, Jennifer Carrasco, we all love and appreciate you. Yeah, and you can always find her on Cannabis Talk 101. She tags herself on everything. Everything. She's Everything. a tag whore. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so so, getting into that, guys, let's get into some cannabis news. Craig, tell us what's going on. Well, first of all, I found another Democratic Senate candidate. Big personality Jamie again? Harrison. <laughs> Big person. You talked to now, him? Now, this is interesting. This is huge. He has a reason why people should vote Jamie for him? Jamie Harrison is who is running <laughs> against and out fundraising. Oh. Out fundraising. $4.20. Judiciary Committee Chairman <laughs> Lindsey Graham. Wow. And... They support Big legalizing marijuana. I like that. That's what you're supposed to do. This Democratic U.S. candidate for Senate thinks that we should legalize, regulate, and tax marijuana like we do alcohol and tobacco. There's simply no medical reason to lock people up over this issue. So that's huge. It's a good statement. If if person like this can take over that right-wing conservative, never change, never vote for cannabis, take away that seat, uh, that's going to be huge, taking it away from these old fuckers who need to get out anyways. So people get out there. Check out South Carolina Democratic U.S. Senate candidate Jamie Harrison. It's so yeah. hard, though, to get these cats out because they have so much support financially. Well, it's not even When they do these commercials that, like Blue, you pointed but, out. You but know, it's, it's name recognition. They've been in there for so long. People are used know, to it. So it's it's going to be interesting race this year, in, and they get in the funds state. to re-go and redo a commercial because let's just face it, you guys, we are what we see, and we vote for what we see. Those commercials and all that shit, it works. You know, I I got to talk about something off off record. Guys. I don't think so. Then you can't be on the air if it's no, off record. I, listen, it, it's not off record. It, it's just not about the, it's not about the Senate, and it's about the uh, the Epstein. You know, trial. Are you guys familiar with that? Yeah, there was no Epstein he, there trial. Was no Epstein. Well, trial. The, but the lady that just got arrested. So, so no, there was an attorney who was found dead. Named, right. Uh, named what does that have to do with cannabis? Suspect. What does that have to do with cannabis? Fatal shooting of a federal judge that's going to take on the partner of. It's just today's what, news what, and what's what going does that on. Do with cannabis? Uh, you know, because they need. He to did smoke say he was going left field. He did say. <laughs> I just want to be clear. He I did mean, say he was no, going to go no, out. Are you afraid to talk about it, Craig? Is that what it is? He might get shot. You know what I think is more important. Important, and you're, you you need to know this, Blue. Yeah. Okay. And Joe, you need to know this. What about Mark? Okay. I already know. Mark, not so much. So <laughs> he's all not so now, much. Now we we had the really good news is is that 
the marijuana arrests in California have declined almost 27%. Really? That's big news. But, but the real problem is still 42% of those arrested are Hispanics. Mm. Orale, pues, 42%. Now, this, the, Hold this, on, and is that a shocker to you? That's why he well, said no, the polls, Joe Grande the, and Blue need to know the polls, because we're Hispanic. And no, you're Puerto Rican. It just applied to Blue. It doesn't it's matter. He walks. Thing. Yeah, exactly. You always say it's different. We have the same. Well, it doesn't no, matter. Blue always says it's different. It is it different. Doesn't, you can't have it, both it, ways. It is for him. But you can't have it both ways. We all. But it was followed by 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 blacks at twenty two percent and whites at twenty one percent. So Latinos are twenty four. They're higher than the forty two percent. Well, there's a lot Híjole. more Hispanics, guys. But the problem is this: when you look at those numbers, you got to remember, while Blacks was 22% and whites at 21%. The 22% is of a population much smaller than if you're Caucasian or white. And the 21% and that Caucasian is a lot more too. Right, even right. So Los that Angeles 22% big. is still, even though it's a 1% difference, it still it's makes a, a of person people. of color over four times more likely to be arrested for cannabis use. And do you know how many... And that's got to change. How many officers are white versus Hispanic or African-American or black? I don't know that. Do you? No, but I, I'm just assuming that... You know, it doesn't you know, matter. It, it does, doesn't matter. It does. You know why it doesn't matter? Training sucks? No, why it doesn't matter is because when you look at all the film, all the videos of police officers fucking people up, doing fucked up shit or watching their fellow officers do fucked up shit, it doesn't matter what color you are. I never seen a black man... Uh, oh, black, yeah. A black oh, cop, no, black, I have. A black cop's knee on, on, on a white guy's neck it, sitting there. Never I've that. never seen it. Never that. That might not I've have been seen, filmed. I've never, I've never seen that either. That might not have been filmed either, but once, once they turn blue, once they get that blue on, the, what's for their, the most part... They're a gang. They're part of the... They're blue. Their color is blue. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Mark's finally going to talk on the show. I want to hear him because I haven't heard him. Blue Klux Klan. Oh, That's wow. That's what they're... they're, they're, they're the, Whoever cop, your writer is, he's fucking fired. The cop was wearing... Uh, <laughs> had a card that said Blue Klux Klan, and he put it in his pocket. There was a, a police video. officer That's actually a good that. one. That's yeah. a good one, actually. Yeah. I've never heard that one, actually. watch one of these videos. It's That's all a good one, Mark. It's, it's oh. different ethnicities who are officers, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Once they it's become not all officer, cops, though. There's a lot of cops, but it's not all. I didn't that, say all cops. No, well, no you did. No, I did not say... I never say all cops. Some cops. Bad cops. I'll tell you what. Bad cops. Let me say this. I thought I heard you say all. The best thing I ever heard, man, and, you know... This is from somebody that has a voice, right? Uh, Little Wayne, you know, came out and said, you know, they asked him, what, do you, what are your thoughts of, of racism and the police officers and this and that and the other? And he says, you know what, man? He says, uh, 17 years ago, I, was, I got shot in front of all my friends. All my friends took off running. And he says, this white man came up and just started uh, holding my wounds, picked me up took me into his vehicle, drove me to the uh, to the emergency room because they were in fear that I was going to die. And I would have had I not had I waited for the ambulance. He said that man uh, got me, ran me, picked me up out of his car, ran me into the hospital and then actually was the purpose and reason why I saved my life. And he was like and, and he goes and that man was he says he was a white police officer. And he says, I don't have racism in my blood. I don't even know the name what it means. That's for him, and that's great. And, no. and you know, that's a great story and a beautiful scenario. I loved hearing that story too. I heard it, and I was like, "Too bad we don't have more." Of them. Yeah, that was a oh, beautiful story. Like right. No, my point wasn't that there isn't racist cops and there isn't uh, a cop abuse right now. My point to that story is there is good cops. There are good 
good cops. And so when we have Tons this conversation, we have to be conscious of all those good people at home going, God, man, you know, they're starting to make me want to be a bad cop or they're starting to change my, you know, they're, they're hurting me. We can't or make them be a bad me, cop. Or they're treating me bad because you can't treat every single person as they're a bad cop because of their, they're, they're wearing a badge. And so we have to be conscious of that when, when us having a voice on radio, and I'm not si- sitting here saying that there's not a, a ton of police officers that have taken advantage of their power because I think that's the bigger the scenario is that they feel like they're unstoppable. They feel like they're 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 above the they law. They can do whatever they, they want. Are the it's law. almost like saying all lawyers are dirty and just out most for of your them money. are and well all of them are most of them most. all of them most. Well, but, but yeah, but you want the dirtiest one not. on your side, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to hear from you. you that's why you're my guy. <laughs> that's why I like both of you fuckers. <laughs> whatever it takes. No, the yeah. Malcolm X way by all means necessary. We're that's gonna right. win. That's right. That's right. No, it's difficult, man. It's difficult out there. Again, there's a lot of police officers doing really good work, and we all hate cops until we need one. You know, and, the and, truth. And, and there's a day where you need one. And, and, you know, if you haven't had that opportunity, good for you. But there's a lot of them out there. You're going to be afraid to call one, though, because you call one sometimes. You get the bad one to come out and you call them and you, you call them for a reason. And you oh, end up getting fucked. You go I've to been jail. There. No, I've been there. You get where, shot. Yeah, I've been there where, they're, uh, you know, you're the one that called them and they're sitting there going, you know, they're blaming the kid that called them. I'm like, he's the kid that just called you. I watched him just called you and you guys are attacking this poor kid. Like, that, he called you guys. And they're yeah, like, oh, I don't care. Shut up. And I'm like, oh, cops okay. are like you know. a bull in a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get (laughs) very good did you just watch that movie recently or something forrest Forrest. (laughs) fucking forrest gump over here it just came to me (laughs) you got anything else craig yeah one more thing so sacramento is so concerned with the black market (laughs) and how it's 80 percent 80 percent of California's, California's cannabis sales, eighty percent. Black market. And the Black cannabis market. sales are. Yes. Can you so imagine what that what number would doing be now? Is oh my god! So if you're instead of getting criminal penalties, which you still might get if you get caught with an illegal grow, legal store, they're giving you old bubble gum. And instead of no, instead of a criminal case, where in a criminal case you've got us to come in and you can defend it. You can try to get it kicked out on search and seizure motions, unreasonable search and seizure. You got all kinds of stuff we can do in the criminal case. In a civil case where they can bring a civil action, not criminal, a civil action, you don't have that same unreasonable search and seizure issues, and they're going to start charging people up to $30,000 a day in fines. That's a lot better than, well, it's a lot more effective than criminal, because someone will go, yeah, I'll do a year. I'll do under a year. Fuck yeah. How much did I make over the last five years? I'll do a year. Put that money away, hide it, put it in somebody else's account. Instead of doing a year, you're giving them fucking half a million dollars in fines. But what if you don't have that? And that that includes landlords going after the landlords, everybody. If you know, have reason to know, or if you advertise, that's, have that's scary because the black market's so big. And if you think about it, if Sacramento saying the state could actually make a lot of money cracking well, they down. They messed on up these again. Cats. They already they tabled again for this year the bill that would have dropped the excise tax from fifteen percent to eleven percent, and it would have gotten rid of the cultivation tax for the next three years, which would have gone. I mean, I don't get how they don't understand in in taxing a little on a on a trillion dollars than taxing a lot on a hundred dollars. They don't care. I don't get it. They just boy uh, Gavin Newsom, huh? I'm my boy. 
Uh-huh, he's been uh-huh, on one lately. Uh-huh. I think he's your boy. I don't know. Uh-huh, what, I, I liked uh-huh. him for a minute, and now I'm like, come on, dude. What are you doing? You're the only winery that's open and fucking everything else. <laughs> I've heard about that. That's a little shady player. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. I've been a kind of a He has fan. his own winery? Oh, yeah. He's got yeah. his own winery in a Napa dog, and he shut everything down in California. Well, not our area because this is a zone that uh, not a lot of people are getting sick over here, so we're going to keep this area open. Oh, really? where your winery is, you mean? The city where your winery's in? <laughs> come on, playboy. I was born in the day, but not yesterday. Wow. You know what I mean? That's actually pretty sad that, you know what I mean, that, that, you know, he does something like that. And, and honestly, you know, they need to be held accountable for these things. A lot of these things. I mean, you know, the shutting this down, I was going to shut down. There's so many things. But he has never shut down once. Exactly. And looking at all these other companies, like his company, treat it like the winery. Like you got, you're growing grapes, you're growing this, you're well, doing his, that. His, Let his, us grow his, free. His defense could be that, hey, we couldn't ship it out to anybody because they were closed. Ooh. We had to drink it all here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. At least he's making paper. I mean, I'm just saying. You come no, here and drink, they're no, making paper. Well, if people are going there, but I'm saying in, 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 in essence, you don't really have the ability to sell it to all these other people that were closed. So... He, you know, it, it, you could look at that side of it. I'm not. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like it's a good I like way to look at it. You know actually, I, mean? I like that you said it that way. Yeah, I'm gonna actually use that. Yeah, I mean, that was it's, a good point. It's, it's a very it's just, good point. Hey, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah, the, yeah. Well, we, it we does matter because you can down. still make some. I mean, you're still allowing well, people to come in where you can't come in other places. I can't go and get my nails done at this place because it's shut down. I can't well, he's stockpiling, and but then also they don't get the the PPP loans and and things like that. They're open again. No, but he he wasn't shut down today. Uh, outside. 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 Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so massages what? outside. Is that where you were earlier? Not yet. Is that where your shoulders oh, were? He's going to get outside and outside. Whoopsie. And I'm Craig <laughs> Wasserman, and that was your Cannabis News, and we'll be back after this break. Yeah. <laughs> this is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. 
Oh great, more dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. It's Mark Wasserman. I'm here all by myself, and I'm going to give you when cannabis go. Oh, I'm here with my big brother, oh. Blue and Joe Grande. And you know, it's the time of the show when we want to give some special thanks to... Yes, we do. Pitt, Peanut, Jennifer... Who's the other guy? Exactly. Elvis! Oh. oh. Hi, it's me, Elvis, Elvis Medina, Hot 977. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, despite what Joe says... The show is created by all of us, not just Joe. Yes. So we want to thank everybody, Joe. And a big thank you to you, Joe. Do you have some Go Green moments for I us? I do, you guys. This is kind of cool. And it's funny. When I read this story, I immediately thought of both of the Pop Brothers at Law. Because it's about edibles in Hawaii. They're soon <laughs> going to allow the sale of medical cannabis edibles out there. Which is crazy that they just don't allow it, right? But, and why I thought of both of you guys is, Craig, I'm going to start with you. I started thinking, going, how funny would that be if Craig's out in Hawaii and he just does some edibles and then he just ruins his time because the last time he did edibles, it was a fucking mess. And then you go to Little Brother, who Consumes this past weekend <laughs> did so many edibles that I got a phone call. I literally got a phone call going, dude, did you see how much edibles Mark ate? And I go, are you kidding me? What happened? <laughs> Dude, he ate like a, I don't even know how much. Yeah, quit eating those on the <laughs> quit quit eating those on our IG with no shirt on. It's disgusting. It's a, or no cover yourself. On. People like to see my hard body, so no, they don't. Yeah, they do. They don't. It's they just, do. They don't. And the they do. Point is the consumption. <laughs> they don't. They do. I'll go. I, I have the. I have the. They proof. don't. I have the messages. Oh, you look the, so hot. Oh my god. What's his you name? Know, oh, well, one of them's Dominic. Okay. <laughs> Nice. But my point is, I thought of both of you guys for those two different reasons. And it goes back to if people didn't hear this question, somebody called and asked who consumes the most cannabis. (laughs) It is Mark Washerman. Not only does he smoke the most, he eats the most. Not according to Koala Puff. Oh, Koala Puff did challenge. What is she here today? Yes, she She ran. She ran away. No, no, no. Uh, Her her partner had had a. uh, They had another meeting to go to downtown LA. And he said he was going to reschedule with you guys. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't want to smoke against me. It's funny because it's always been a uh, point of contention in Hawaii that edibles aren't part of the state's medical offering, despite the fact that the state has an established medical market. But as of last Friday, the state legislation has officially passed a bill that will allow edibles to be sold at licensed medical dispensaries within the state of Hawaii. It's about time. Yeah, it's it's, about time. It's like when you go to Hawaii, if you're not going to take some flour and you don't get to, you just maybe someone go there. No, you don't get it though. You know, I'll, if the rules are the same as they were when I went there, you can't buy it, right? And you no, can't smoke it. You no, you can't. It's out of state. Does not have access to their medical market, except 
I oh man, I, I looked it up. You can in advance. Right. You can send your it. script. You yeah. can send your script to the department in Hawaii health department. They give you one, and then they give you one while you're there. If you do it, in, it's got to be done in advance yeah. if you're going there. You cut me off before I was going to get to how the play would be if I was going down there and wanted to get. How some would cannabis. the play be? It would be like you when you were younger, panhandling for an older person to go get you a <laughs> glass of beer or something. Meaning, you would tell a local that has a cannabis card, God willing, you could find one easy, and say, "Hey, man, can you go in there and buy me some you edibles?" Because do you don't want to get busted smoking weed if you don't have your light. Your Dude, card we're, there. We're, we're we're sitting on the beach. Right on the boardwalk in front of the hotel. And people were walking around in in the little smoking section. And you can get anything you want. Anything. Anything. It's always the bartenders. When I I used to go to Hawaii, it was the bartenders. The bartenders had the hookup. Nice. You know, let me say something about Hawaii. Bartenders and bouncers in my book. Right. Oh, because you were a bouncer. Yeah. So whatever you, before I got into radio as a bouncer, whatever you needed, a bump or a pump, I got you, baby. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. He was talking about, uh, uh, you know, a muscle pump. Yeah. So so let me say this, man. You know, when Hawaii was going legal, uh, my brother and I, you know, we ran across some guys and they're like, hey, let's go after Hawaii. Uh, Next thing you know, I'm on the phone with Senator Jay Kalani English. And, you know, gen- uh, I mean, we created... Can somebody pick that up? We created... Uh, the, the name uh, he dropped? <laughs> I love oh, that senator talking to him. I no, love it. So, so <laughs> Let's me, get him on the show. Right. I, yeah. could get, I could definitely get him on the show. I was happy to call the senator of Hawaii. No, and so we were on the phone. We, spoke we, we were on the phone with Senator Jay Kalani English, and he says, you know, let's create a, a, a company and, and let's go for the license out here in Hawaii. My family is one of the oldest families to ever live on this island. Really? Yeah. And um, so he says, I have the perfect property for it. It'll definitely be in the green zone. Um, you know, put together, let's put together the application. So we did, we put together the application with uh, Senator Jay Kalani English and um, Hawaii uh, Medicinal uh, was was uh, was born. Dude, we got to get this. I didn't have never. This is my first time hearing this story. Let's get this guy on and hear this story. That's yeah. awesome. So, but the, the 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 unique part was is that you know, good old me. I went and brought some intelligent people around me, and and uh, Chris Frankino, uh, one of our, our guys here, Joe, and we brought him, and I flew him and another g- gentleman out, um, John. And we flew them out to Hawaii to meet with Senator. Uh, they took pictures and they hung out. We decided to partner up. So, Gen- I mean, uh, so Senator Jay Kalani is part of my my uh, my LLC uh, uh, Hawaii Medicinal Options. And so he was going to be a partner with us, and we we were going after the licensing. And good old Woody Harrelson was our, our uh, run, running against us right. uh, to to win, and a couple other families that had been on the island for several years. And you know, when when we actually applied for this license, um, it was unfortunate because it went to you know the family of like there's this old school family that's like a like a I would say like a. Uh, I don't want to say a mob family, but like one of the older families. Most of them are that are from just a an older area. family kind of that's, been, style. that's been in charge and running everything. They ended up winning, and then a, one other one other big company from out of state won. Was um, the fix in? The fix was kind of in, you know, everybody spent a lot is. of money on it, you know, and, and not only that, though, you know, I, I let a couple people get close to me and uh, and the senator, and he was trying to swing the vote to open a different company behind my back with the senator. Senator Ooh. was a good guy, though. He actually contacted me and goes, hey, Chris, like, you know, this guy, John, that you keep sending out here, You're out. you know, he yeah, he keeps saying, you know, that he wants to, uh, you know, circumvent you, basically, and, and, and work directly with me, um, and so he's like, I don't do business that way. 
way and I, I'm just not into it. So I'm just letting you know who you have on your team. Mm. So at that same time, you know, I'm getting, I'm, ha- I'm having conversations with this guy and this guy's deadline in my face going, no, <laughs> I, I said, I just talked to the senator. Why would the senator, you know. Uh, lie to you about that. Yeah. J- why would Mr. Kalani lie? And he's like, oh, you know, I'm like, dude, you have no clue what you're talking about. So I got rid of him and then he tried to keep, you know, working with him and I keep getting the calls from him and it, it became like a little fiasco because I let somebody in on my business deal that I just didn't know and, oh. and obviously couldn't trust. So at least but, keep uh, that going like with Mark and Craig around you. That sounds But insane. no. Oh, it was fun. I mean, we spent you know, we spent some serious money out there in Hawaii and found out that uh, we, we weren't going to get a license, and and that was the story. But there was a lot of red tape on how, how to do the operations out there. Yeah, I remember reading about all that back then. Yeah, it was a lot going Crazy. on, and I'm almost happy I didn't because I probably would have had to relocate to Hawaii for a few years just to, to really, you know, You'd really monitor. fit in right now. You look Samoan, so it kind of be cool. Oh, I, oh, you know, that's that's partly true. I'm You know, Puerto Ricans uh, are almost Samoan-ish. You got a little dark, you know, macadamia good. Nuts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, nice. a, I'm a koala. I'm a koala bear. Well, that that was the go green. I'm glad it went to your story, though. I didn't hear that. And Mark, I think you have a when cannabis goes bad scenario story. I do, and we can try to pull a moral out of this one. Out of England, London, the England. headline reads: Woman too busy getting stoned in the street gets rude awakening. <laughs> How's that for a headline? Great. A woman who was too busy getting stoned on drugs. That's what it reads. And playing on her phone, failed to notice police were closing in to arrest her. Police were out on patrol when they spotted the woman and what she was up to, just blatantly smoking a joint and looking at her phone. But she had not seen them, even though the officers had been watching her for a while. She was oblivious, the officer said. She carried on smoking even as they were walking up to her. Nice. She was then arrested and the drugs were seized. The police team took to Facebook to share the details about the incident, saying the woman was caught while they were out on their afternoon stroll around the area. And the post read, Despite the pair being on the street for a while, one resident was too busy getting stoned and playing on her phone rather than paying attention to what was going on around her. And they put this post out there. They're hoping to uh, you know, let everybody else know if you smoke cannabis out there, you're going to get busted in England. So the moral of the story... Or pay attention. That'd be key. Yeah. Maybe watch for Your cops surroundings. before sparking up in public. Yes, I love that. Isn't that a good moral? It's always a good moral, <laughs> but it's like just the ignorance well, at least of somebody. It was just, this time, at least it was So really, oblivious. No, but this time it was at least with really cannabis. I mean, some of these headlines, you know, that you, Mark, has done in the past, um, you know, they've been... Right, that would have been an 18-ton yeah. cocaine bust. Right. She was smoking <laughs> right. a joint, so right. it was yeah. marijuana confiscated. I mean, yeah, marijuana confiscated, but they caught 50 pounds of crack and, you know, and all this and other stuff. And she had one joint on and her. And a gun, and then it's like, oh, but she had one joint. And it's like, you right. know, at least this one actually pertains to it. Mark, you have something else for us? I do. I ha- Actually, uh, these aren't headlines. These are right out of our consultation calls, Pop Brothers at Law. And boy, everybody needs to hear these because you cannot fly with cannabis. Period. It is a felony to fly out of an airport and transport cannabis. So we Period. have people... Who are coming from, well, particularly Georgia, it seems. Those were the last three calls we got. Today alone. Today. That's right. Today really? alone, from three Georgia? calls from three different people who, from Georgia 
who were coming out of LAX and three totally different stories. One, one guy, he actually got busted with uh, a couple of cans uh, or bottles of codeine. Drank. Now, this is interesting right. because he was charged <laughs> with transportation of a controlled substance. Isn't that a song? Drank. But hit with a misdemeanor for these two bottles of codeine. Then we have the guy who figured he was going to bring 300 edibles onto the plane. Smart. Yeah. In his yeah. carry-on. Oh, great. And, you know... What do you need to take 300 edibles somewhere for? It's like, geez, well, dude, to, to sell down. To sell. Exactly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> to, to, to sell somewhere. He probably bought them and, at the store thinking, I could just sell 300 of them? To no, he was going to stock it up. He had a medical condition. And like, how, yeah. do they, how do they know that when they were looking? How did they know? what They, they looked at my bag. And I said, look, you know, you, you have 300 of anything. They're going to open your bag and look, what is that? Yeah. I once had two different... Uh, Big, uh, you know how business cards come in big boxes? Yeah. I had two big boxes of business cards in my carry-on, and I also had uh, something a little extra for myself yes. when, I, when I did this. And they, and they took my bag and started looking through it. So I'm sweating, and they open up a... <laughs> how nervous. They open up a zipper, was the wrong zipper I already knew, and they pulled out my cards. And they went, oh, here, what's in this? I go, oh, they're just business cards. Is that illegal to bring business cards on a plane now? He said, no. What flagged it was, it was just a big mass of something. Yeah. And, that, and that's what they see. They, they don't know what it is, but when there's like a lot of the third person uh, brought like, uh, was like 80 grams of liquid uh, THC in little, little jars, like 25 milligram jars or something like that. And they see that much liquid, they're going to- What the hell gonna, is they're this? They're going to look. Yeah. You know? As and, they should. And, and, supposed to do. and the problem is, the biggest problem is, especially people coming to California, all they see, it's legal. It's legal here. And they think they can and smoke on the street because, like that girl. No, or do they think because they can buy it, they can, they bring, can it. bring it back. Even, even the small amounts. We, the last person who called had two ounces, just two ounces. You know, and he, that's someone who legitimately, you know, in his head, what's the problem? I, I went and I, I bought an ounce over here. I've got I'm the receipt. I'm 21. I bought it over here at this place. Oh, I went to another place. I bought it over here. You have to admit, though, if you set your mindset to being from out of state and you come here, you don't really fathom that it's not really legal. Right. And let alone right. you can't, when you can easily walk into a store right. and buy it like I just bought a fucking soda. You know what I'm saying? Why right. can't I just walk and drink this Coca-Cola? Why can't I just light up this joint? I could buy a pack of cigarettes just like I could buy this pack of joints. It's you not... would think if you're from if you if you're just not educated enough, you could kind of well, see how I mean that's why in some oh. in some states, I think Colorado's one of them, Vegas might Vegas be another the, one. at the airport. They have big old signs saying, don't take it on the plane. Here's a receptacle. Leave it here. Leave it here. No questions asked. It's kind of nice that they're yeah. doing that. No, it place. is. They need to start People doing that more often. Know. I haven't yeah. been to LAX in a minute to see if they're doing it more there. I know they had those yeah. blue containers in LAX, though, for a minute when you're leaving. They're warning people, like, don't take your shit with you. But I don't no, Now LAX not- says, if you have, if you have uh, an ounce or less, we don't care. Right. Yeah, but it's but, where you're going that cares. That's right. And we've already we've well, already and, had and people who will, get arrested on the and, other side. And they will notify them that you may be carrying an ounce or more. They said, they we could. don't care, but we'll tell them <laughs> that. Tell them you're coming. You're coming, you know, just in case they care, which, you know, it, that's a oxymoron. It's like they're sending you, with, right. you know, it's like, here you go, bud. Walk off to the sunset and get yourself cuffed on at home so they could deal with you. So easy moral to this story, just don't fly with your cannabis. And that's... And that's it. I'm Mark Wasserman, little brother of the Pop Brothers at Law, and that's when... 
cannabis goes bad. I got a good one for you guys. Uh, this headline, just I need all your opinions. Pot and porn surged during the pandemic, <laughs> but which performed best? Starting I, with you, big brother, as you're staring at me with that porn eye that's blinking. Look at me over here with your wandering eye. Exactly. You're going, did I watch any porn? I know I smoked a lot of weed. With your little brother, I don't know which one he's done more of. <laughs> and sure. he's the most smoking of all of us, and he's the most porn watcher of all of us, too. So that's why I'm asking you first, because you might be the least, because blue is a close second. I'd say Weed? Weed? Christopher Wright. I would guess that porn is going to be a higher. Mark, with your bad shoulder that you hurt from watching too much porn, <laughs> what is your answer? I got to go with porn. You know, it's funny because they say people really like cannabis, but they love, love porn. Porn, <laughs> porn outsurged <laughs> cannabis by 33.3% wow, by looking wow. at it all. I mean, exactly. It's just crazy. It's a huge article, business. but uh, to break it all down, that's what it comes down yeah, to. I mean, you look yeah. at users, that they, they consumed 89,719 days worth of content <laughs> in the first wow. six weeks of the shutdown. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. content. But you know what? You know what, though? COVID did? It destroyed the adult entertainment industry for the time yeah they stopped it <laughs> oh, destroyed time. it i got a friend of mine who's big in it and he destroyed him oh Why? really what, what, because, because you can't film you're not shutting down everything well mo the whole entertainment industry period not only the porn industry yeah. all entertainment yeah, overall because you can't even movies. film a movie yeah Dude, you can't film so a tv movies, show there were so many good movies that were supposed to come out during that period that they didn't release then they start doing them like uh you know pr premieres at home and you know, honestly, for twenty dollars to watch a new movie from at home with your whole family, it's not bad. I mean, not, you know, oh, I, I've done a few. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I mean, it's it's a pretty good deal. Onward was a. TV I don't watch one. going to movies anyway, so who cares? But well, no. you're in bed by seven o'clock, of course. Uh, you're drunk by six. Yeah, so it's cool. Oh, five thirty. <laughs> yeah, I like five thirty six. Is good start. It's a good start. If you know, if you get there, you don't wake up with a hangover, right, Craig? <laughs> Correct. I just thought Girl it was trick. funny, and and I knew that you two would say porn because <laughs> no, I know where you're you going. Know. You know, it's funny when I seen the headline, and I just seen this right now. I was like, whoa, Pornhub.com. This is, is like a great. I know you keep sending me links all the time, Joe. Have you seen this one? I've seen this one on J.K. Wash. This one girl <laughs> straps. Oh no, that's another IG page. Never mind. Oh yeah, you're you're invited over. <laughs> I went you on guys saw your comment today. <laughs> I commented on his wife's picture that she's showing up. I go, hey, Mark, can I come over for a sleepover? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tonight. A dirty bastard. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't have your wife showing up or tatas <laughs> like that. I'm going, hey, Mark, hey. can I come over and play Nintendo with you, buddy? Hey, I bought those 12 years ago. They're holding up dude, really good. Wow. Do you realize that your kids are going to have that mom that the kids are like, dude, can I come over? I want to see your mom. Okay, get next. Oh, I want to see your mom. You are the most. We went from porn to that, I'm sorry where my mind went for We to porn to God knows your brain. Uh, <laughs> I think we well, guys, there yes, it is. There it's it is. To Mark's wife. We want to thank you all for joining us Always. wherever you're at in podcast land and whoever you're listening it from, whether it's iHeart, Spotify, or wherever the hell you listen Pornhub, to. Pornhub, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> thank you. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll see you guys on the next show. Thank you for listening to another podcast of Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. This episode features our digital media queen, Jennifer, right here at Cannabis Talk 101. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, 
host of To Live and Die in L.A. And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.